obviously what's going on in the Middle East is uh, out of control. We see uh, rocket barrages going back and forth uh, between Israel and uh, the uh, Gaza Strip there. Uh, this uh, tension uh, has been brewing for weeks and uh, has obviously exploded and is uh, definitely out of control. Over 300, I heard, uh, rocket strikes have happened. Hamas has said it launched at least 130 strikes, uh, at least 28 people killed. That number might be going up. I don't know. What is the why behind this? Obviously a very complicated situation, and that's why we have uh, Daniel Ashkeem on with us right now. Daniel, I hope I said your name the right way, but welcome to WVON, and and introduce yourself properly. Daniel. Tell tell us uh, your your credentials and and why you can speak to this area uh, and with some uh, sense of expertise for our audience. Thank you very much for inviting me to the show. My name is Daniel Ashheim, and I'm the Consul for Public Diplomacy at the Israeli Consulate General to the Midwest, based here in Chicago. All right, thank you, Ashheim, right there. So the, so the, the area that's being contested, is this just because of Jerusalem and that area being contested, or is this just part of the centuries-long um, battle between uh, uh, these two groups? Well, this is a very good question, and the answer here is that what we are facing now is an ongoing cycle of viciousness coming from a terrorist organization that aims at killing children, families, babies, just because they're Israeli citizens. And what we are seeing now is a planned attack, regardless of any events not connected to Ramadan month, the holy Ramadan month, not connected to the incidents in Jerusalem. This was a planned attack. And unfortunately, the numbers you mentioned before of rockets have been in the last few hours even higher. We are talking about hundreds of rockets that Hamas terrorist organization launched at Israeli cities, including Jerusalem, the capital where I live and my family lives, Tel Aviv, Ashkelon, Cholon, Ashdod. And these rockets, we have to understand, they disrupt the flow of life for thousands of civilians who run to protect themselves in bomb shelters, avoid public areas, schools, and that led to loss of life today in Israel and many, many severe injured and people with trauma. For instance, my family today in Tel Aviv, ran to the shelter in the middle of the day with their children. My, my, this is my closest family, my sister's family. They needed to be there for hours. And like them, thousands of children and families are forced to go to bomb shelter. This is not normality. Well, let me ask you a question, because I, I can tell your position and how you feel about this, right? This is not going to end anytime soon. In fact, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu just said, well, you know, this is going to be going on for a while right now. This is nothing new for people in Israel. This is nothing new for Palestinians. You know, this goes back and forth and has been going back and forth forever. You, as a supporter of Israel, right, Israeli supporter of Israel, is there anything that you can look at reflectively? and say that, yes, I'm going to criticize the Palestinians and what they're doing, that they're being reckless and they're, they're putting our people in harm. But as Israelis, we could do a better job at coming to the table 
and making peace in this situation. Is there is there anything that you can say as a pro Israel Israeli Jewish person? Is there any self criticism that you can levy and say, "Hey, we've got to do our part as well"? Because to me, as an American, this just does not seem like a one sided uh, uh, controversy here. This war has been going on. This battle has been going on. I hear, I can hear from from uh, supporters of Israel, and I, and and if I talk to them, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I see your point. And then I can hear from supporters of the Palestinians, and I can say, yeah, yeah, I hear your point. It just sounds like you guys are going back and forth, and both sides are being stubborn. There's no question that innocent people are being killed on both sides. Palestinians are saying they've got children. I'm seeing Palestinian children running the street crying, and all of that. Give me a nonpartisan opinion as a Jewish person where you criticize your government and say we should be doing a better job of bringing peace in the Middle East. Jim, thank you very much for raising this point. I would like to start by saying as a Jew, as an Israeli, as a man, a person of humanity, the loss of children and innocent people is something that I'm going to sleep very, it saddens me on a personal level, not as a diplomat, but as a human being, regardless if it's Jewish, Muslim, Christian, Israeli, Palestinian, the Palestinian child who is injured hurts me as much as an Israeli child. But we have to understand here the situation and what the cause and effect is. And as you asked, and it was a very good question, and I think the best answer to that is the recent historical Abraham Accords that were signed with the help of the United States between Israel, the United Arab Emirates, Morocco, Bahrain, and Sudan. These are Muslim countries that we had, some of them we had active war with, like Sudan. The other ones we just never had an official peace agreement, no normalization. And they joined hands in peace with Israel. And we invited our Palestinian neighbors, whether the PLO, the Hamas, this is, this is an interest not only of Israel, but it's the interest of the people, the Palestinian people, to get a better future for their children and for themselves. And rather than seeking out progress and advancement for their people by joining the recent peace circle, Palestinian terrorist organization led by Hamas choose the path of terror. So now, of course, we do mistakes. Israel is not perfect far from perfect, like any other country in the world. I don't think there's one country in the world we can say is perfect. Nevertheless, we need to take our destiny in our hands, and so do the Palestinians. And in order to reach peace, one needs to work with each other and not against each other and not find ways of harming civilians on a daily basis. When Israel retaliates in Gaza, Israel informs the people before they are attacking the building. This is what is happening now in Gaza. While my friends and family need to go to shelter, Israel is phoning the people in Gaza, telling them that they are going to attack a building where Hamas terrorist organization members are there, just in order to avoid harming civilians. So I think this is the biggest difference between the two of us. So let me ask a question really quickly, because we're, we are on this show are not going to solve the centuries old issue that's happening in the Middle East. But the one thing that I know is two years ago, I got the opportunity to go to Israel. I got the opportunity to go to Jerusalem. They were in the middle of something called the Jerusalem Day March. And it was a very beautiful, peaceful thing. People marched around and held signs and that type of thing. That seems to be the flashpoint for this instance of violence. From what I'm reading, they're saying that there was supposed to be the Jerusalem Day March. And ahead of the march 
Israeli forces went into the mosque, the main mosque in question, where there was a big fight with rubber bullets to force people out of there at that point. Is that the flashpoint for what happened with this? Because here's the thing, we haven't been hearing about any major attacks of this nature, even though we know that there are lots of, we know that there are bombings, we know that is happening. But for this particular issue, was that the starting point for what's happening right now? I'll tell you a story. I just came after 10 months not being in Israel. I had my daughter born, and I wanted to show my parents, my beautiful daughter, who celebrated a year today. And I just, I was with my family in our balcony in Jerusalem overlooking the old city. And I was there Friday. I returned back here Sunday. And I saw what's going on. It was seven minutes walk from my house. You see the Dome of the Rock. You see the Western Wall all in front of us, this magnificent place that is supposed to symbolize harmony and peace on earth between all the three great religions, Islam, Judaism, and Christianity. And what we saw there, you know, there's worship and prayers. Israel allows freedom of worship for everyone, besides the Jews who are not allowed to go to Temple Mount during these days. But for Muslims, this is one of the pillars of what Israel does there. And what we saw are people that were allowed to go there, instead of doing worship for their gods, they decided to make violent activities there, coming with stones, rocks, throwing at other Jews, at the police, in order to make their problematic things there. Now, why is this important to emphasize? Because what Israel did when this happened was Israel sought to achieve calmness in Israel. And you asked about the march. So Israel took every measure possible to prevent conflict or violence and to allow freedom of worship. And the measures included also blocking Jews from visiting Temple Mount, they changed the route of the flag parade that you talked about, which was going for about 20 years already, in the same way that they did. But this year, because mm-hmm. of the violent demonstration and riots that were made by Muslim uh, provocators, I don't want to say Muslim believers, because if these are believers, then it's, it's against the Islamic tradition, which is a peaceful tradition. And they eventually we canceled the event. Israel canceled. So Israel acted in a measured manner in response to the rockets that were also done before and the balloons that were launched from Gaza Strip. So Israel did everything possible to prevent any escalation during the sensitive period. This was planned attacks by the Hamas and the Islamic Jihad in the Gaza Strip to do exactly what we are seeing now. And this is the unfortunate thing. The fact that people are connecting the incidents in Jerusalem to this is just not correct. Daniel Ashim, thank you so much. Okay, because, I mean, we're getting the news in the best way that we can. That's the reason, you know, we only know what we are reading um, through news reports. There are vast news stories. So I'm just trying to figure out why is why did we wake up and see all of this right now? This, you know, even though there, there's always a history to everything, but this blow up right now had to have a beginning point. You're Daniel. right. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. I highly appreciate this opportunity, and I wish for peaceful days in the Middle East and in the world. Thank you very much for inviting me. All right, brother. We appreciate that that peaceful uh, wish as well.